Love God and love your neighbor. Pretty simple message to sum up the whole law and the prophets. Simple, but deep, and very challenging. When Jesus says the whole law and the prophets depend on these two commandments, he's referring to the whole of Jewish scriptures, not just the law that the scholar was testing him on, but all the prophetic books as well, the whole basis for Jewish life. So Jesus has taken the question intended to test him on a technicality and broadened it to a lesson on how to live. As Jesus said, he did not come to abolish or change the law, but fulfill it. And here he does not offer something new, but quotes first from Deuteronomy, the first line of the most familiar prayer of all the Jews, the Shema. The Shema is a declaration of faith, a pledge of allegiance to one God. It is said upon arising in the morning and upon going to sleep at night. It is said when praising God and when beseeching him. It is the first prayer that a Jewish child is taught to say. It's the last words a Jew says prior to death. And Shema is contained in the mezuzah, affixed to the doorpost of a home, and in the teflin that is bound to the arm and the forehead. But what does this simple prayer mean? To love God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind? Certainly it means that God must be my first priority in all that I do, not an afterthought, not a once-a-week duty to fulfill. I can't love God with some of my heart, most of my heart, and part of my mind. Now, Yom Kippur was just a month ago, the solemn day our Jewish neighbors spend seeking atonement for their failures to love God totally over the past year. They know, as we certainly do know also, it's not possible for us to follow the first and greatest commandment all the time. We're always distracted, always putting other priorities in front of God in our lives. But rather than just a once-a-year day to try and atone for our failures, we gather here for the Eucharist every week. Having been less than full-time God lovers this past week, we come for the food that renews God's life in us so that our response to God can become more and more the full work of heart and soul and mind. We remember at this Eucharist the tremendous gift of love that we have received in the body and blood of Jesus, freely given to remove our sins. And we respond by asking for the gift of being willing and able to love God as we have been loved, totally and without reservation. And it's only as we strive to more deeply and fully love God that we can truly understand what it is to love our neighbor. For Jesus, love of neighbor is related to love of God. You can't have one without the other. We can't love God with all our heart, soul, and mind without also loving our neighbor. And we can't love our neighbor as ourself without loving God. And Jesus isn't just talking about close-up neighbor who shares our interests, our lifestyles, and lives on the same street with us. The first reading from Exodus spells out the neighbor Jesus has in mind. The widows, orphans, and aliens are symbols of those who get forgotten, overlooked, and ignored in our society. Jesus links our love for them with our love for God. We have many opportunities lately to see and respond to the needs of neighbors we've never met. People around the world who have been made helpless, homeless, often hopeless by the ravages of nature in this pandemic. There's plenty of new widows, orphans, and refugees for us to love. 
What about all the people driven out of Grand Lake? Some here in Silverthorne, evacuated. The Red Cross, which is reaching out to help them. There are so many opportunities for us. And do we love them enough to give them as much as we have? Or do we love them just a little bit less than ourselves? Again, we fail to live up to Jesus' challenge. And again, we come here to the Eucharist to be forgiven, motivated, and strengthened to do a little better on this coming week. For Jesus did not come to change or abolish the law, but in giving us his body and blood, he fulfills the law for us, in us, and with us. So as we come forward this morning to receive the very body of Christ, let us ask God to deepen our own love for him and for all those he sends into our lives.